Welcome back to Left of Normal, where everything that isn't right is left, and everything that is left is right. I'm your host, Scott Seary. As you know, this podcast is all about providing insight into the inner workings of the mind of someone on the spectrum. I want to thank you for your support. By learning about the way we think and the way we process information, we can all get along better in society and grow together. If you find value in this, please make sure to subscribe and leave me a quick review. Just five stars. Don't even have to type any words in there. Uh, that'll help expand the reach of this podcast and provide even more value to even more people. So last week, I relayed information on why I love being outside and how my happy places seem to mesh with my left of normal personality. If you have a left of normal child, it might be a good idea to just turn him or her loose in the outdoors to see if they thrive. Maybe keep an eye on them so they don't get eaten by wolves or something like that. This week's theme revolves around processes, planning, and organization. When I was looking up information on whether or not those on the spectrum are good or bad at planning, I found that the majority of us are actually not very good planners. This information was kind of a bit shocking because left of normal folks thrive with structure and well laid out plans. But it seems that most are a bit too scattered, maybe, to formulate those plans for themselves. Instead, they rely on other people to put plans together for them. For the rest of us, however, planning, organizing, and knowing the systems and processes are essential to making sure that things get done on time and in the right way. And for me, Creating a plan, creating a great plan is actually extremely satisfying work. And then executing that plan is even more satisfying because I've mapped it all out. I know what to expect and I see the results of my planning come to fruition in the most remarkable way. Because I'm pretty remarkable. What's that look like? Okay, here I have a couple of examples. So last year, about this time of year, we decided that spring break 2022, uh, we would head down to Flagstaff, Arizona to visit my little brother. He lives fairly close to the Grand Canyon, so we figured we could spend a day there, tour around, and just experience Arizona. As time went on, uh, however, I was looking at the maps, and I realized that we would pass through a lot of state capitals along the way. And since my son is also left of normal, he's highly intrigued <clears throat> intrigued by maps. A little side note, it seems that those on the spectrum just love maps. I've heard a lot of people that I've heard of a lot of people that are left of normal that just they, they'll sit down and just kind of read an atlas. So if you are left of normal, please weigh in or if you know somebody who is left of normal, let me know if there's a preponderance of mapitude. It's a cross between attitude and map, if you didn't get it. Okay, so I, I'm looking at this route, and I discover that we could experience eight different states, including Montana, and visit five state capitals if we did a little bit of a loop. And I knew it would be a lot of driving, but it wouldn't be that much more than we had already planned on. But most of this driving would be in 
new areas, and aside from a couple of longer days, most of the time spent driving wouldn't actually be incredibly long. There was the exception of a snow and ice storm in southern Colorado that shut down the interstate, forcing us to reroute through Taos, New Mexico, and up over this back highway mountain pass in the dark in a snowstorm. That was fun. Anyway, having the route set up wasn't quite enough. So I mapped out the mileage between stops, the time it should take, where we should spend the night. I booked up hotels and we hit up friends for to see if we could crash with them. And then I determined the approximate times of when we would have each of our experiences. For instance, we planned two, two nights in Vegas and I mapped out the times when we would go to the Soren over Las Vegas show and then over to Meow Wolf and various other attractions, etc. Now, some of this couldn't be exact, but knowing at least that we would be in such and such a place sometime between 9 and 10 in the morning or maybe 8 and 11 in the morning was enough to provide that stability that my left of normal mind craves. There was only a period of mild panic that when it was when the weather caused our plans to change and had to completely on the fly reroute and replan. In those instances, even with the reroute, things were frustrating. So I had to slow it down and I just take it one minute at a time in hopes that all would soon be back on schedule. Itineraries are my friend. And I love to create them, I love to follow them, and I love crossing things off of those lists. This flows over into other aspects of life as well, not just planning out a 2,800 mile road trip. Which, by the way, if you want help planning a kick-ass road trip, hit me up. I'm kind of kicking around the idea of turning this into a service offering that jives and meshes well with my copywriting business, and I'd love to get feedback on how to make it awesome or if it would actually be successful. In the meantime, hiking and camping trips often include the same planning and organization. I even went as far as weighing all of my gear, putting it into a spreadsheet so that when the time came for a trip, I just simply type in the number of items that I'm bringing and I could see how heavy my pack would be. And then I immediately scrapped this whole spreadsheet because my pack would be what my pack's going to be and really just having an approximate weight is enough. And every time I got new gear or different food, I'd have to revamp everything. The trips, however, are all planned out. Plan out that we're going to hike this to this spot. We will fish this lake. We'll eat lunch at this spot, camp at that stream, etc., etc., and so on and so forth. In the business world, this actually goes over really nicely. And if you followed my left of normal for any period of time, you know that my schedules have schedules and my lists have lists. At the very beginning of every month, I print out a monthly schedule that shows when I need to tackle certain tasks. At the beginning of every week, I print a more detailed schedule of what my plan is for the week. It lays out basically Monday through Friday, hour by hour. Now, since nothing is set in stone when it comes to running a business or life in general, 
these schedules, for the most part, help me plan and organize a system so my work gets done on time. And I'm not bouncing around with a million things bouncing around in my head, trying to figure out what I'm going to do next. So these schedules, although they're fairly rigid, they are flexible and they do have some kind of slush time built into them. Now, if you find that you are easily overwhelmed or anxious about what needs to get done, I highly recommend just writing things down. A lot of science shows us that there's a correlation between the physical act of writing things down and that can kind of move them from in your brain to the paper and so you can focus on them more clearly. You stop thinking about all the things that need to be done and you start thinking about specific things that need to be done. All right, so this brings us to the concept of why. Why do left of normals thrive on schedules, plans, and well, the well laid out organization? Uh, beside the aforementioned reduction of anxiety, there are very two very clear results of making plans. When things are unknown, or there's a potential for a surprise, or there's something that isn't perfectly clear, left of normal person gets stressed out and anxious about it. I believe I mentioned it many episodes ago about the idea of a surprise party. I relayed that there's an episode of Parks and Recreation where Ann Perkins is having a birthday, and later in the episode, Ron Swanson is having a birthday. Leslie Nope uh, plans out this big bash surprise party for Ann, which Ann loves because she loves being around people. And then Leslie discovers Ron's birthday, despite doing all he could to never let anyone know when his birthday actually was. She saw, he saw the party that Leslie threw for Anne, and he was freaking out this entire episode because he dreaded the idea of a surprise party. And the idea of having everybody surround him like that. So anyway, what the, the conclusion was that Leslie had a steak and a bottle of whiskey ready for Ron and like three of his favorite movies all lined up and he could just sit there alone enjoying his fat steak and his whiskey. And she exits saying, why would I throw an Ann Perkins party for Ron Swanson? So the, the point is, uh, surprises, no bueno. Well laid out plans eliminate and reduce or reduce stress. Along those same lines, uh, having things planned out, well laid out and organized, it means I'm in control. And when I've created the proper plans, I get to be in control of what happens. And thus that eliminates the surprises even more and fewer surprises leads to less stress. All right, let's wrap this sucker up. If you have left of normal kids, those kids are freaking out when they don't have clear plans, organizations or procedures that they can follow. And it's really hard for them to be sent to their room, say, without the expectation of when they can come out of their room. They, a very strict or very rigid timeline helps calm their minds so they can focus on what needs to be focused on, which is generally their negative behavior. Uh, it's hard for them to know that we will leave, quote unquote, soon without a definite time period. It's hard for them to, quote, get ready for school 
without a set system on first you get dressed, then you eat breakfast, then you brush your teeth, and then put your shoes on, and so on and so forth. Because younger people can't make the plans on their very own, and because left of normals often need help connecting the dots, for example, you eat breakfast and then you brush your teeth. Why? Because your teeth are dirty after eating and brushing cleans up the leftover foods bits in your mouth. So because of this disconnect of connecting the dots, your young ones will thrive much better when given just very firm, well-laid-out plans that answer their why questions. So if planning is something you'd like to hear more about, please let me know. But for now, you've had a peek into the world where everything that is left is right, and if it feels right, then it must be left. Thanks for tuning in. Don't forget to like, comment, subscribe, join the Facebook community. Remember that spontaneous means bad and planned means good. And of course, share this with your friends, whether they are left, normies, or right.